Welcome to the Ben Don't Break podcast. We are powered by The Source Weekly, Ben's locally owned newspaper. This is our opportunity to take a moment during the often frenetic news cycle to speak with the people who are shaping our community. We know that you have a lot of demands on your time, so we appreciate you spending some of it with us. I am Aaron Schweitzer, publisher and your host of this fine podcast. And I'm Donna Britt, the Source Weekly food editor. Joining us in the studio right now is the owner, founder of Wild Petals Provisions in downtown Bend, a woman-owned and operated shop, and also the owner of a seasonal you-pick flower farm, Nancy Zadoff. Wild Petals Provision is an expertly curated shop which offers something for everyone. Cheeses, flowers, beer, wine, and provisions for takeaway. Perfect for picnics at home, dining, or any special occasion. The U-Pick Flower Farm specializes in growing sunflowers, daisies, lavender, dahlias, roses, zinnias. I suppose that list keeps going. It does keep going. Right? (laughs) Uh, the farm is also available for special events and photo shoots. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, I, I can say that uh, we were prompted to do this because I was in your shop and I loved it. And we and bought some Girl Meets Dirt Yay. Uh, oh, yeah. stuff for some uh, adult beverages. And, yes, fantastic. And it was very impressive. And, uh, and every you know, I could go into the long list of products that you have, but I won't mm. let you talk about those. But... Um, Maybe to start off, how long have you been in business? Let's see. uh, In terms of uh, the flower farm, uh, we've been in Bend for three years. So we started uh, going pretty hard and fast on that. But in terms of Wild Petals Provisions, we've been open six weeks. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was uh, down at the farmer's market, the very first market back in May. And I walked by and I saw your little shop and it just looked so cute and adorable. And I thought, what is this? And I wandered in there and I was just uh, taken aback because it's so cute. And it just reminded me of little shops that I had seen in Italy. I just got back from a trip to Tuscany and I thought, oh my gosh, who's doing this? And then you walked out and you had a banana jumpsuit on. (laughs) (laughs) We both wear our banana jumpsuits on Farmer's Market Wednesday. Okay, so it's just a Wednesday (laughs) thing. It's a Wednesday thing, yes. And I thought, who is this fun person? And just the things that you've curated, um, it, it just very impressive. So tell us a little bit about what you're what you're looking for and what you're carrying in the shop. Well, first it starts off with the shop, I think, and that was the whole idea was a European influence. Um, fortunate enough to live and travel and work in a couple of different countries, and I love that idea of a tiny little shop, uh, a couple people working there, not a giant supermarket. And so that was the idea to start with. But in terms of the the items, I mean, with with cheeses and meats, and then the whole flowers is a whole different um, section, but having, you know, olive oils that are local, and then having olive oils that we've imported. Um, same thing with cheeses, having cheeses that are domestic, but then having just incre- and, and incredible cheeses that are domestic, and then having just these phenomenal cheeses that we import. Um, and it's the same thing. We actually are now going to be having cheeses that are non-meat cheese, which we have worked and worked and worked to find wow. the perfect. Yeah, I'm so excited for people to see it. Um, it's a yeah, it's a non-cheese, but it's delicious. And they look great. And we are pretty skeptical about tasting. And we taste everything with a pretty hard, I was going to say eye, but it's really more of a high palate. And, um, but we found something that we really, really like. So we're excited about that. 
Um, we are looking for incredible jams and um, also, you know, the gifts that go along when people come in. We've tried really hard to find local vendors. That's been one of my biggest goals is to find people who live here, who work here, um, and buy from them. Yeah, that's very cool. You um, you have kind of a circuitous route that brought you <laughs> to Bend, Oregon. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we started the podcast. I mean, you were living in Australia for how long was it? We were in Australia for four years. Okay. But before Australia, we had a, a home in Bend 19 years ago yeah. that we... We sold, darn it. Um, but we <laughs> we knew that we always were going to come back to Bend. Yeah. Like we knew that this was going to be our last sort of travel stop. Um, yeah. Was here, yeah. Well, what took you? What took you away? And and maybe tell listeners how how you got back. Oh boy, um, both my husband and I worked at Nike for years, um, and that's basically where we got to do a oh, lot okay, of the travel yeah. and work. It's still my one of my number one companies. I still buy um, buy from. Um, and then we, we wanted to make sure that the kids, we, if we didn't stay in Australia, right. um, and we thought we were either going to stay there for forever or we'll come home. And we ended up coming back home. Um, we ended up in the Bay area, um, which we absolutely loved. We were there for the longest we'd ever lived anywhere. And that was almost 10 years. Um, yeah. And then, and then we knew that we would come back to Bend and that's been three years ago. All right. I think that um, it's so fun to talk to you before we started rolling the tape. I I just felt like, oh, I've met somebody who I've known all my life. And um, that was such a great feeling. And you have that sort of vibe in your store, too. When when I walk in, I was like, wow, this has this wonderful, familiar, welcoming feel to it. But I'm just curious, how do you find time to just find all of these wonderful products that you're carrying? I mean, are you just con? How is there like a place that you go to to? I mean, how do you source all of these things? That's a great question. Um, part of it's just, I think, just the passion for finding new things, things that actually fit in the shop. Um, so you're just always on the lookout. I'm looking. I'm looking, 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 talking to people mm-hmm. who um, will tell me about somebody new, and I'm open. I am not, I don't think I know everything ever. And so I'm always open to hear something new. And someone's always coming in the shop saying, I have this, I have that. I'm like, show me. Let's try it. We'll taste it. <laughs> That's great. And I'm honest with people too. I'm not going to, if it doesn't fit in the shop, it doesn't fit in the shop. But I might be able to tell them where it might go too. Sure, sure. We'll kind of give a rundown because I don't, I mean, we mentioned a few things Aaron did in the opening, but um, maybe the, the top Top 10 things in your shop as far as just different kinds of items so that people who haven't been in there can imagine. And why they're awesome. Since and why they they're, go. well, they're all awesome. <laughs> so I would start with the food and I'd start with the meats and the cheese and they are just phenomenal. From the meats and the cheese, you go to the olive oils, which are f- uh, like, uh, like today we're tasting olive oils. Mm. You come in the shop, you can taste the olive oil on fresh baguettes. Um something that has nothing to do with food happens to be a local person who does candles for us Hmm. out of Prineville. And she is just this kick-ass lady. (laughs) And we have more fun working together. She did um, a special candle just for the shop that she's, that we curated for the shop. Um, So that's another um, wonderful item. The other things are some of the vases for the flowers. They're like 90% of them are uh, made by people here or you know, ceramic items where they, they build them here and do them. Same thing with a beautiful apron from um, another local vendor who just 
puts together this uh, like it's it's like a work of art in an apron. Oh my goodness! Um, that will last a lifetime. Um, and then we have the flowers. Um, so the flowers that I can't grow in the garden because this year has been slow. Like today, you come in and they're all my flowers. But there's a wholesaler who's now selling flowers in Bend which I'm so excited to be part of. And I go and shop with her first thing on Wednesday morning if I don't have flowers. And then I go pick up the breads. Um, I don't know if I've hit 10, but I there's a lot. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then not even talking about all the flowers. So. Oh, I mean, the flowers yeah. have just been phenomenal. Like today, this morning before I came to the shop, I was able to go outside. And I, that's where I find just, I get to relax and find the peace. But I was able to pull um oh my gosh I had um, d- um delphiniums I had um yarrow I have um what else did I bring I brought so many different different flowers I brought them down to a little coffee shop um just to put them out um in, yeah. in um on Brooks Alley um and then they send people down to me to buy them perfect which is lovely You're paying so people off with flowers I am I am <laughs> my <laughs> influence with dahlias however whatever works love dahlias whatever oh my works. gosh those aren't up yet those will be coming yeah. so how big is your flower farm how many acres we're we have five acres okay. and we're we've cultivated like probably two and a half we have oh my gosh last night so and we have fruit trees okay. um but, but uh we have deers um, we have all kinds of animals. Um, we put fences up, five-foot fence. Um, and last night, we heard the deer come in with to eat, which they do. One of our dogs warned us. Um, but with the, with the acres, I mean, we are able to, we're lucky enough to have water. And so that matters. We put in just incredible amounts of soil and organic soil, good soil. Anytime someone comes into the shop and they're asking me advice, I, it's always soil mm-hmm. and water. Those are the, the yeah. that's the magic combination. So how does, um, do, do you get from being in Australia <laughs> or, or the Bay Area <laughs> and now you're a wildflower farmer and you've got this, you know, high-end uh, provisions place. How, how does that happen? What, 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 what clicked? Okay, so the, the whole flower thing happened, I'm one of seven, and when I would get in trouble and I was naughty, I'd always get in trouble. And you're then, one of seven children? One of seven children, okay. yeah. And I, uh, my mom would make me go out and weed. And I actually find, again, now I can't do, it's the best thing in the world for me to do is to pull weeds. But she didn't realize that she created a whole bunch of gardeners yeah. when she did that. And so that's where the whole flower started yeah. was when I was a little naughty kid. Um, and then Gosh, I wish I would have directed my naughty kids <laughs> yeah, into weeding. What were we what thinking? Was I thinking? Especially this year, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. And then, you know, we, we were fortunate. We, we lived in Sweden. We lived in Holland, we lived in Australia, China, um, and, and every single one of those places, if you're lucky, and I felt like I was always lucky, you got to explore. And food is sort of that universal mm-hmm. language that we all get to taste or try, and, and that's where sort of the, the whole cheese thing happened. Um, one, of my favorite, I, one of my favorite places was in Holland, which was this tiny, in Netherlands, um, in Amsterdam. And, like, I'd have both kids and we'd be in a stroller. And you'd leave the stroller outside. You know, no one was worried about the kids then. You just left them outside. <laughs> you go in. You get, you get the cheese, the bread, the meats. And you left, and that was either dinner or lunch or whatever yeah. it is you're making. But yeah. those, are, that's, those were the influences. Yeah, that's, that's really great. 
I just love that European feel. You know, it's just a different culture, and I think it's a culture that, um, not uh, that we just need more of. Just to to remind us, fast paced Americans who, you know, like everything big and all the things. Just to remind us to slow down and enjoy some simpler things. And um, there's nothing to me more satisfying than going into a little shop like yours and then walking out with all these little treasures that you can eat and enjoy that day or that evening or on a picnic. You know, I think of picnics when I walk into your place. That's it. And we, one of the things I feel very, very strongly about is, is I can tell you, and the person who works with me, Pira, can tell you, we can tell you stories about cheeses. (laughs) But when you taste them, that's the difference. That's where the story goes away. And your palate and my palate are all very, very different things. And what we have really done in the shop is make sure people have the ability to taste the cheese. We don't want you. We can tell you a great story. You go home and hate what you bought. That would be devastating to me. I want you to taste the cheese or taste the meat before you buy it. And that's what we're really trying to do that's different than any of the supermarkets. Sure. um, So that you do get to have that great experience or you get to go to the, you know, have your picnic and enjoy the food that you're eating. And have a beautiful bouquet of flowers. There you go. Yay, yay, yay. (laughs) You also do, you can do events at your flower farm? You can. So we had, um, last year we had uh, two weddings and they were, it was, it was stressful. So don't get me wrong. Is there a wedding that's not stressful? Oh my God. (laughs) But these were for you pick. And so, you know, I was told exactly what they, or I asked what they wanted. And then I, I planted and planted and planted and overseeded overseeded i mean i over i was so afraid of not having the product that i had so much of the product that i actually was able to sell to a supermarket and because uh, yeah. i had that leftovers wow <laughs> yeah so it's um it's tricky it is at our home and so we're very um uh cognizant of the people who do come because sure. it is our house so sure. yeah wow yeah but so the idea is that then you did you say that they get to pick the flowers that they want grown for their backdrop it was so fun I mean it was amazing of course we had a little bit of champagne there because that's always sort of fun with the wedding prep and yeah yeah, really enjoyed it how many people Uh, let's see we've had I think six in five so there's basically they end up being bridesmaids who come and do the picking and yeah yeah but small party small Small parties yes oh that's that's very Isn't that cool. fun? I yeah. mean, it's just such a unique idea. So you didn't come back to Ben to just uh, play around. You you got back here and you decided that you were just going to start a new business. I think that was it. That was exactly <laughs> it. It started with, um, well, I loved the flowers. So that part was the easy part. It was physical labor, and I loved that. And then one of the girlfriends I was hiking with, she said, you know, what's missing in Bend? And what was missing in Bend, from, in my point of view, was a curated cheese meat provision shop that wasn't in a supermarket right and hopefully we've created that with the people who are working there the um everything that we're carrying uh, and we're hoping that we've created that environment well your location is um is a good one because there's so many uh plans for brooks you know the prom being a more of a promenade getting shut down to more traffic those gigantic trucks might actually go away someday <laughs> that park there. Um, so that's kind of cool for you as well, right? I, did you know that before you came in, or did you come in and get the shop and then be like, wow, they're planning I, nice, cool things? No, I love that street. I mean, yeah. I was always a shopper at Farmer's yeah. Market, so yeah. I knew that. I know that it's right close to the uh, what I think is one of the best 
parks. Drake Park is right there yeah. where people are going to go have a picnic or float the river. And so our idea is to, you know, to make sure we have something for everyone who wants to go enjoy that. Yeah, all those shops are, I mean, you got Dan and, you know, the Commons. Oh, got, yeah. You've got the tower right there. You got a lot of very cool, yeah. cool Firm and fair. Yeah. Oh, they're my, they're my neighbors. I love yeah. every single one on that street. I've been lucky enough to get to know and enjoy. And um, Cowgirl Cash um, and with Firm and Fair, that's our Friday mm-hmm. night date. Even though I'm open on Friday night, we close and we go go down and, <laughs> and have our, our well, glass it, of wine there. complimentary shops, honestly. Absolutely. So it's got this whole other like backside of downtown vibe. So yeah. you have the wonderful downtown vibe. I love the downtown, but then you just go to the backside and it's a whole other experience. Oh, it's going to be magical. This this summer is going to be magical and we oh. have Dear Irene that's going to be opening and I have fallen madly oh, in right. love with Johnny and Irene. They mm-hmm. are amazing and so that we're that close to be part of that. And then again with Calgary Cash, um, Arrange with Firm and Fair. I mean, we've got this magical little area. And for people who don't know, Dear Irene is going to be a new restaurant? Bar. Oh, new restaurant. Mm-hmm. They are, they, the inside is magical. And again, both Irene and Johnny are in, like, I am so lucky to be able to have, you know, working with them in a sense of they're my, some of my best neighbors and yeah. they're my close neighbors. Right. Which matters. So yeah, really excited. Yeah. I think it's just a part of the whole dynamic of how that little, little street is changing and for us who've been here long enough to remember, I mean, that I just remember as being the backside of the tower. And that was, that was it. about it. And, yep. and yeah. uh, you'd cut through some time. I remember when you could cut through there uh, when you were driving. And that, that was that's, that's right, all it was. Oh, comments. people are still yeah. trying to do that. Yeah, I know. It happens. It, happens. <laughs> it just reminds me of being in a bigger city or a, um, you know, a, a where, you know, you go a couple of streets and every other street is a different little place and vibe and with a whole different thing going on and it, it just reminds me of that so we're getting there yeah how has it been so do you you actually do events in your shop no we not have not okay. yeah we're it's so small right that it's you know on as you've seen i think both of you have seen on a wednesday I mean, we have a line in there, and there's one little line you can get to. So (laughs) right right now, we we don't really have any plans to do any of that. We are doing, you know, charcuterie boards. We are doing picnic boxes. Nice. um, And we were able to do something at Lark, um, which they were generous enough to ask me to do boards for them for their first Friday. And because of that, we've gotten a lot of different orders for the charcuterie boards. And we're, we're doing charcuterie boards that are very different looking than what you find in the markets. Um, we're not doing flowered um, salamis. We think that we don't understand flowered salamis, but <laughs> we have some of the finest cheeses and meats and breads yeah. that we include, which we're really excited and oh, proud I of. I haven't seen one of those. I want to see one of your boards. Oh, I have pictures. Okay. <laughs> Charcuterie is one of my favorite food genres. It's good. <laughs> so now that you're you're in, you're open, you're going. What uh, what's your hope and aspiration? I mean, what's you know what do you what do you want to get to next or what's your hope my hope is to have a a thriving business and really create something in downtown bend that is unique and that really draws people um year-round not just farmer's market Mm -hmm. um in winter time um when it's snowing out um i know lots of times people plan on the business being down and i plan on the business being up yeah. Um, having yeah. something really, really unique for, for Bendites that time of year. Yeah, that's cool. 
I love it. I love it. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you always want people to know about you or your place or your farm? Were you secretly a rock musician <laughs> at some point in your life? <laughs> readers want to know about. <laughs> you know what? I couldn't have done any of this without my husband. He has been. Oh, that's really sweet. He is just a silent <laughs> partner who is always helping. Like Saturday is a great idea where we're busy. And the person who I work with, Pira, who I adore, she couldn't come in that day. So who did I call? My husband. You know, he just sort of popped in to help, doesn't know meats and cheeses, but boy, he knows how to say hello to people. Yeah. And that's that's half oh, of that's everything. Really it's wonderful. just right. so he's he's part of the magic. Yeah. Oh, What's his name? Paul. And I'm gonna get teary because I adore him. <laughs> oh, that's really wonderful. Well, Nancy, thank you very much for coming in, and uh, it's Wild Petals Provisions, and you can come down and and please do say hi. I guarantee you'll have a dynamic conversation uh, when you stop in, and thanks for being here. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Ben Don't Break podcast, powered by The Source Weekly. To read, hear, and see more of what we do, go to bensource.com. 